0: What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you are truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we will explore topics from magic to practical step-by-step processes and everything in between. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too ridiculous or weird in the quest to live life as grand as possible. Hosts Megan Sillitoe and Suzanne Stauffer are the embodiment of Opposites Attract. Collectively, they're the summation of Megan's big vision, coupled with Suzanne's knack of her details. Partnered in love and in business for the last five years, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, hello, hello! Welcome,
1: everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird on A to Zen FM with your hosts, Megan and Suzanne. How would you like that one? That was
2: really good. That was very professional. Good morning, everybody! (laughs) Coming Mm. live from Salt Lake City! (laughs) Woo-hoo! No, I think, you know, I think we finally got this whole hosting thing down. You know, it's only been a year... We're coming oh. on our one year anniversary, my darling. Do you <laughs> June third? Yeah. June third is our official one anniversary of our radio show, Love Life and All Things Weird. And we were realizing that a few weeks ago and we were like, We gotta do something fun for our one year anniversary. We've had fifty shows, like fifty live new content shows That's in five baby.
1: It's five-oh. five
2: o. Oh. So So mm-hmm. before we even get into our topic today, I just want to tell all of you listeners that, you know, usually on an anniversary, we get gifts, but we're actually going to be so generous, we're going to give you a gift instead. Oh. Isn't that cool? Aren't we awesome? We're so awesome. <laughs> I feel really good about that. No, because seriously, 50 shows is a lot. And we have had a lot of feedback from people that are like, oh, my gosh, like Wednesday is such a hard day for me. I don't I I never catch your show. I really want to listen to your show, but I haven't caught it yet. Um, Like, are you still doing that show? You know, like, it's so funny, right? We're so, so busy, all of us. And so our weird anniversary gift that we're giving is is kind of what we're calling a free hack. Do you wanna tell people what a free hack is, like a hack? Can you explain that to the people? <laughs> well, considering we've had the
1: flu this week, hack has got multiple definitions right now, totally, we're like coughing oh. up a lung <laughs> totes um, uh hacking uh is a shortcut, right? Mm-hmm. and so um, you know a lot of people and uh in this reality. Like to go the long way, you know, bureaucracy and lots and lots and lots and lots of steps. And actually, um, we we both are very fond of shortcuts, aren't we? It's a shortcut. Yes. That's what a hack is. It. Yes. It's
2: a shortcut. Totally. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So our weird anniversary gift, we are like breaking it down. Where it's an online product as part of our Weird Academy. It's totally free. And today in Weird on Air will be the link so that you can um, get in on this. But it's basically like we've broken down every show into categories like be you and be weird and be wealthy and be healthy. And you get to download a PDF and get the shortcuts, like get all of the best stuff from the show. So if you don't want to listen to 50 hours of radio show you can go through um this pdf and um and glean like the juicy nuggets i mean we also have the links to the show so you can always listen to the ones that like catch your eye or that you're like ooh, this one seems like the one for me but you don't have to like the the whole point of this is come and get a piece of our radio show without having to listen to 50 hours of it if you don't have the time.
1: Although, if you go through the, so each, we, we broke it down into seven sections from the 50 shows, right? Be healthy, be wealthy, be you, be weird, uh, be happy in relationship. Like, we have all these great topics and each of those topics, not only did we break it down for you, but we're creating a clearing loop that clears mm-hmm. energy in that particular topic. So, are you kidding me? You get seven Clearing Loops for Free, yo. And I'm thinking that if you actually look at the little synopsis and um, check out the Clearing Loop, that it might actually um, inspire you to listen to the show. And it's something that I've been so excited about because I'm a big uh, Netflixer. I love when I find a good series to just like take like a – saturday night or a sunday afternoon and like netflix it right and so people have been netflixing our radio
2: show and i for me
1: it's so funny because it's like um you know i've been looking at what success is to me and what's what what is a successful radio show and it's like i realized that that's one of my definitions for success is that people netflix it like somebody told me the other day they listened to like 20 in a row over the weekend and i was like are you kidding me that's awesome. Oh, I, love love so, I love it. I love it. know, like, the, the, the hack is in case you don't have time, but, you know, like, you might want to Netflix them, too, because that's fun, too. But anyway, I'm super excited about this free anniversary gift we are giving everybody, our listeners. We're going to post the link where, hun, later on today in yeah. the On Air on
2: air. Yeah, so that's our private Facebook group. You get lots of extra content. Um, And so if you're not a member of that, um, absolutely go in and be a part of it. And um, yeah, and our link will be there. So check it out, everybody. (sighs) It's exciting. I've been working on it. It's so cute and fun. And we have some awesome shows, by the way. I like have gone back and listened to some of them and I'm like, wow. These are awesome.
1: <laughs> I love so it. Good. I know. I know. Isn't that fun? Because sometimes you're scared. Like initially, it was. I've always been scared to like watch my videos or watch the live stream tape of me doing workshops and stuff like that. I've all, I've all, I always wince. I'm like, oh god, you know. And and when I started listening to our show, I did the same thing. And then I was like, hey that's actually really good. <laughs> that's actually really, really good. And uh, so I'm I'm actually, I think what we're trying to say in a very long way is we're super proud of the mm-hmm. show and what we've created and the change we're creating in people's lives. And we, the, the feedback is constant that it's life-changing for people. It's not just like a fun show to listen to, although it is, um, mm-hmm. but that it's actually creating totally different realities for people and I'm so happy to be this contribution in the world in that we let our radio show have um, have a space to play and to express itself and, and kind of like connecting into our topic today which is um, our, and basically this month where we've been talking about body and business and that they have consciousness. Um, our radio show has a consciousness. Our radio show um, actually wants to go to more people. It wants to talk to more people. It wants to go in their different places in the world. It would have liked to visit and have people listen to it. And it wants to make a difference in the world. And, uh, Suzanne and I are, are committed to, um, allowing the show to expand as it chooses and to be the steward for this energy coming out into the world. So, yay us and happy anniversary, baby. <laughs> I had to sing
2: a little bit. You did. I love it. I really huh So, cool. So, yeah, let's talk about our topic today because we are talking about judgment um, and whether you're creating your body and business from judgment or joy. And it's a really interesting thing being the host of a radio show and being a teacher because oftentimes you go through the very thing that you're going to be teaching. Um and this is really really common for facilitators and coaches. Um and and you know that's not always true for us but um this week it's been an interesting week because about 5 or 6 days ago um I got super super sick sick and I don't get sick. Like I really have not I have not had this kind of asthma since I was a kid and um it it really is <laughs> the
1: conclusion in that statement. <laughs>
2: That's what it feels like for sure. Um, uh-huh.
3: And
2: and so like being in, in it, right, like where it's the height of the sickness, there is this tendency for, I think, for all of us to be like, why is this happening and, you know, um, and wanting it to stop and wanting it to end and, you know. And so I, I really have the opportunity to use my own tools um, and to really ask, like, what is this? And truthfully, about a month ago, I had um, committed to my body that I was going to have, I was going to let go of all of the trauma from my childhood in my body, and that I was going to do the work of what it would take to actually let go of that energy that was stuck in my body. And so I've been doing a lot of um, body processes, a lot of coaching and inner work around that. And then this sickness came up, and so when I got out of the judgment of that this is something wrong, that I'm having the wrong experience, I actually asked the question, you know, what's right about this? You know, like, what is, what am I not getting here? Um, and this awareness came in of, like, this is what you asked for. This is the clearing out of the stuff, um, the old stuff from childhood. And so it's been... Um, just having that awareness has been so, in a way, peaceful for me, even though this has been a very, very intense week for me. Um, It's been also really peaceful. And I've been very um, nurturing to my body and, um, you know, basically took two or three days off work and rested and um, and really have done lots of Epsom salt baths and naps and all kinds of stuff um, because I want ease through this process and I get that there's something really greater about going through this and I'm excited for what's on the other side. So, you know, what we're talking about, um, we go through and it's so funny because now Megan, I don't know what what you're aware of with your sickness but you woke up super super sick as well um yesterday, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's um <laughs> So, we're uh we're do- we're kind of at half mass here um doing our radio show today, but we can still have um you know so much fun doing it anyways. Mm-hmm. Well, and I even
1: I even think that half-mast is a judgment. Like, I feel like there's been times, like, there was a time about six and a half, seven years ago where I was going through, like, a really hard time. Like, you know, some people call this the dark night of the soul kind of a thing. And I just really was toast, man. My My foundation was shattered. And I was really, like, it was so hard for me to show up for clients. Right, because I just was just blown apart inside, and I would just ask like, how could this be a support? How could this be exactly what was needed? And the thing about what was really profound to me was that I mean, it was I mean, I was so like kind of blown out. Like I think I totally blew out some of my old foundations through that process. And I like normally I would be like somebody would talk and I'm like, oh, okay, this process might be good or let's go down this road. I had none of that. I I had no access to any of that. I just had a complete 100% raw vulnerability. And Mm -hmm. it was so beautiful to see people, clients that I'd had that I'd had a hard time kind of getting them out of the head space because by the way, (laughs) when you're in your head, not too much transformation is going to happen. But it was... So beautiful because I was so raw, it invited them in to being raw with me and to being vulnerable with me. And it was like this beautiful dance that happened. And throughout that year, those sessions that I had, my coaching sessions were really fed me and I feel like they contributed even more in some ways and so like you know we you and I were talking about this before the show is like I had this awareness that my body wants to contribute more to the show my body wants to be more engaged in the show and it's like it it really got front and center today because of being sick right Mm -hmm. (laughs) and because we're talking about bodies it's like oh body did you want to come on the show today (laughs) and and it did. And so I really feel like, again, like what what's right about this? Whatever's going on. This is super easy to go into judgment. It's super easy, like when our businesses aren't working or our business isn't flowing or our business feels hard or our body's sick or whatever, to go raw, raw, raw. This isn't working, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and to go into judgment of that rather than to curiosity and what's right about this and what's the contribution. I mean, when the business, when businesses get stuck, guys, it's oftentimes because they want, there's another direction that will be funner and easier and contribute more to you. Um Oftentimes, um there's stuckness because it wants someone else to do a particular aspect of that job <laughs> and it wants you to get your little nose out of it. <laughs> you know um but there's always something that I've really been practicing and really been testing this year is what's right about this I'm not getting I remember um uh, this is a uh an exercise that I got from Katie Hendricks uh from uh the Hendricks Institute and I remember in an apprentice circle one time she said what do you not think could ever be a contribution that you would mm-hmm. actually be willing to bring into this space, that you'd actually be willing to allow to be a contribution in this space. And I mean, and then I actually stole it and, and uh, I didn't steal it. We were allowed to use it, but I've used it in a lot of workshops too. Is like anything that we're trying to hold back, anything we're trying to hold out because we judge it, it creates like a separation and mm-hmm. it creates a wonkiness that people feel when they're around us right and so and it was crazy some of the shit people said but you know what i have never seen like so much joy as people go yeah i don't think my i don't think my ass could be a contribution to the space or whatever and lo and behold it does
3: because you brought
1: <laughs> it to the space and how much synergy and energy when we quit judging and actually bring those things into our space in open space, in invitation, and in curiosity, rather than judgment. hmm I
2: love that. I think your ass is a huge contribution.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, bitch!
2: <laughs> I had I really to go there. Super appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome, love. I your <laughs> ass loves to talk. Your ass <laughs> loves to be seen. I'm not kidding. It like you always talk about my ass like you know Megan's an ass girl so she loves talking about my ass but your ass is absolutely front and center like see me notice mm-hmm. me pay attention to me I want to contribute so yeah you're welcome <laughs> shake your booty shake your yeah. booty yeah yeah
1: and it's so and funny cuz because, because the my ass is something that I'm very self-conscious of and Uh that I tend to try to hide or like um, make sure it's like not in videos. And I swear to God, it's going to keep getting bigger till I start showing it.
2: Yeah, you judge it. I do. You judge it, right? yeah, So that's that's a perfect example of what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Do you want to do a little clearing with me? For the people sure, darling. I, no
1: one else has issue, no one else has judgments about their ass
2: i'm sure I'm, i I know that's not ever anybody 's problem, so all of the judgments and conclusions and computations, projections, expectations, separations and judgments 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 you have about your ass, about that it 's too big or that it 's not perfect or that it doesn't you know look like the videos. Um, like the hot, whatever, bodies in media and all the ways in which you try to hide it or you feel guilty or shameful about it. Um, can we uncreate and destroy all that? Yes. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pun and pock, online, shorts, boys and beyonds. And everywhere that you're impelling your points of view and all the judgments you have, the hundreds and thousands of judgments you have about your cute little booty, can we uncreate and destroy all that? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And everywhere that you won't allow your butt to be a contribution to your life and to other people's lives, <laughs> and you won't allow your butt the consciousness that it is, and the, and allow it to communicate in the way that it wants to, can we uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Yes, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Who knew? You guys, we did not. We did not talk about doing clearings for your ass before we got on the show today. We had no idea.
1: We didn't know this was coming. Yeah. And what I'd like to say is we're about to go on break here, but we are going to reveal the secret behind judgment and why we do it and why we allow it and why we let it in. And I'm very excited to talk about this topic, but you're going to have to come back after the break. Okay, bye for now.
0: Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career. Where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or, Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word, and simple, yes, effective, Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stauffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613 800 8736 Or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to Suzanne P. Stoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program.
2: Welcome <laughs> back, everybody, to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. You're such a tease, Megan. Before the break, you said that you were going to give a secret. Are you ready to uh-huh. reveal...
1: Uh huh. But I might okay. I might draw it out a little bit because I'm, I'm I'm practicing teasing, sweetie. Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes I go for home base too fast. Um, and I think this has been a a little bit of a um, uh, uh, I've, this is an awareness I've had in my copy as of late. It's like you know come do this or whatever. You know it's like let's get it on instead of going well. Would you like to know about this?
2: Mm-hmm. Tune
1: in, right? Mm-hmm. And I was doing that today, so I'm I'm bringing
2: my teaser out to play nice. my enticer. Well, everybody's super excited in the chat room. <clears throat> We're all waiting with bated <laughs> <You're> breath. All... <laughs> we are okay. Okay, so
1: okay, so I don't know. Maybe everybody already knows this, and maybe I'm Johnny Come Lately or Maggie Come Lately. Um. Like, I heard this the other day, and I was like, oh, my God, that's true. Judgment is about control.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Judgment is about control. So think about it, right? Somebody's judging you. They're trying to control your behavior. They're trying to control how you show up. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they're trying to control their insecurity, (laughs) that you're showing up so big or whatever right? Mhm. And so I was like, "Oh my gosh. So like forever, you know, like people have like, well, judgment's not real, right?" And it's like, "Okay, great. Isn't that awesome? I totally get it conceptually. But it didn't change how judgment felt in my body. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, you could go, "This is an illusion. This this kick to my gut, it's all an illusion," right? Mm-hmm. It's like <laughs> I mean, I can try to me that's like spiritual override stuff, right? It's like, "Oh, mm-hmm. this isn't real." real but like to really get that it's about judgment and it's like or it's about control and i gotta tell you i hate being controlled right Mm -hmm. because i am a control freak we'll go there in a minute i understand i know this darling Mm -hmm. but it's like now i can go oh you're just trying to control me right now i don't have to take this on right Mm -hmm. and to be able to start to see that and i'm noticing that Oh, my gosh, as I'm noticing it in the world, I'm noticing it in the grocery stores, I'm noticing it's like, oh, my gosh, it's like the controlling method of the century. And it's like, well, of course, I mean, that's how Hitler did what he did. He made mm-hmm. everybody judge the Jews. And then he had mm-hmm. control over the whole damn country. Hello, mm-hmm. fly.
2: Totally. Well, and to kind of bring this to our topic, which you know, if judgment is about control, then when we are judging our bodies or we are judging our business, then we are really trying to control our body and our business. And doesn't that make sense? Because I would say that our body has a consciousness of its own, as we've talked about in previous weeks on this radio show, and our body has, um, has its own desires that are beyond, you know, what sometimes we would choose and how many of us were taught that the only way to feel safe in our bodies is to try and control it through judgment. And so we see it's so pervasive in our, um, in our whole society, in our whole culture um, of judging our bodies to control our bodies and that it's about controlling rather than allowing. And I think this is a really interesting thing. It comes out with not only exercise and eating, but in other areas too. Um, but I notice it a lot with, um, with exercise and eating because for 10 years, I was a personal trainer and a health coach. And so I was in that industry watching people struggle with this on a daily basis. And they would go into judgments that they weren't strong or that they weren't defined or that they had weight to lose. And then they would try to change from that judgment place where they were actually just trying to control their body from getting weak or from gaining weight. Um, and it really created a lot of problems. And for me, you know, after my kids, after I had my three kids, I was like a size 14. So I went on a huge, um, 12-week um, transformation had changed my body. And it and I changed my body, but I didn't change the judgment in my body, of my body. So it didn't matter what I weighed. I was still judging my body. And I was still coming from that place of if I could judge my body, then I could control my body. Mhm. Yeah. And for me, it was a
1: little bit different. It was, um, I felt like that, like, my body was the one place that I had absolute free choice. No one else could tell me what to do. Like, it's my body. You won't tell me what to do, right? And so um, I actually went into this place of, like, controlling my body from that place. Like, I'm not even going to listen to my body about what it wants because it's Mm -hmm. the one thing I get to choose, damn it, mm-hmm. right? And then I realized when I, when we were talking about this earlier that, oh my gosh, that's just me trying to control my body. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my mm-hmm. God, oh my God, oh my God, right? So it's like, and the thing is, guys, is that, let me just kind of back up just a little bit and say that when you create from judgment, what you end up doing is creating from a, on a foundation of rubble. Like, you know, I would say, hon, you got results by, oh, I'm
2: fat, blah, blah,
1: blah, you go work out, right? You got results from that. But you didn't get aliveness.
2: You didn't get joy. You just got weight loss. Mm-hmm. And then you're and still in judgment. judgment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it didn't matter whether I was a size 14 or a size 4. I was still in judgment of my body on a daily basis. So what kind of foundation is that? Like, I got the results but I didn't get the freedom and I didn't get the aliveness. I felt better about my body and I felt better about kind of like being out in the world. And I think I got less judgment from other people because I was a size four and not a size 14, but it certainly didn't create freedom for me in my body. Well, and as we were talking earlier, that led you
1: to um, a process of, of really Um, doing some things to your body that were in the end quite damaging, right? Like it wasn't Mm -hmm. about weight loss at that point, but it's like you ended up kind of getting, um, going too far and not listening to your body and hurting your body.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it was, you know, the weight loss wasn't enough. I still had cellulite, right? And so then Mm
3: -hmm. I had to
2: go get surgery to try to remove my cellulite, which was really damaging to my body. And then I ended up, you know, really getting obsessive about working out and weight training to the point where my body started rebelling and um, my whole thyroid system started to shut down. So mm-hmm. it was a it was a huge process for me of getting in tune with what my body was actually. My body was screaming at me. My body was so angry at me for trying to control it and by trying to control it through judgment. And so it just rebels. And I'm still in the process of really healing that and recovering from that. And I'd say, you know, now, even though <clears throat> I my weight is probably 20, 20 to 30 pounds heavier than back then, I am so much freer in my body. I have so much more allowance and kindness to my body Um, it's kind of crazy how different it is um, for me and my world. And I really am in a process on a daily basis of listening to my body, which is new, you know. And I think, you know, I mean, we're talking about bodies in business, um, but it's the same in business. Like, you know, the more expectations and projections you have about your business, the more that it has to... You know, that you are trying to create that based on somebody's system or based on what you think should happen, that you should have 10 participants no matter what in that program, that you should create this amount of money, you know, for the month, no matter what. You're trying to control your business, um, in, and it, and a lot of businesses won't have it because they have mm-hmm. a consciousness of their own. So they're like, mm-hmm. okay. You're pretty cute. I'm going to do what I want to do.
1: <laughs> well, then you get into a push-pull with your body and your business, right? You're you're judging it. You're trying to control it. It doesn't want to be controlled because no conscious thing wants to be controlled. We want to be – we want a conversation. We want to be invited to participate in a change or in in consciousness. We don't want – none of us want to be told what to, to do because actually – Guys, what do you do when somebody says, you better do this? Mm-hmm. What's your first, what's the first move? It's the bird, right? It's like, F you, I ain't doing that. So that's what's happening with our bodies. That's what's happening with our businesses when we try to create from judgment, when we try to create from the wrongness. Um, it's like, I remember, um, the saying that Katie Hendricks had, she, apparently she's on my mind today, but she said, um, uh, You cannot ever be having the wrong experience. Mm -hmm. If so, and this is kind of, this is Megan's addendum to that, then you are the only thing in the universe not in the right place at the right time. Because Mm -hmm. in the universe, there are Godzillion, trillion, trillion processes occurring simultaneously that if one of those processes didn't happen at exactly the right time, we'd all blow up. So what? You're the only thing in the universe off? right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, there's not, like, whatever is occurring is the right experience. Our job is to go, okay, what's right about this? What can I create this with this? How can I use this to my advantage? That's my favorite new question. Like, whatever's happening, how can I use this to my advantage, right? And it's like, it's so crazy how it just opens the space and new possibilities pop in, right? And I want to say one other thing, which is that, For people who are energy sensitive, and and Access calls these people humanoids. I, of, Jenith Blackard and I, have coined it, creatorpreneurs, like people who are highly creative, highly sensitive, and and sensitive to energy. We create differently than people who are more linear and structured. We actually, people that are more linear and structured, and structured, what Access calls humans, um, actually do have some success creating from and through judgment. But energy babies don't. We generally create the exact thing we're judging. So if we're judging, we're not good enough. We're going to create experiences to show us we're not good enough. If we're judging that we've gained weight, we'll probably gain more weight in whatever process we go through to lose the weight. And so from that place, like it's even more important, and I think that even even people that are more linear and structured will have more success if they can create through question and through possibility and through what else is possible rather than through judgment because judgment destroys no matter what, however we're using it, right? We're using it to control. We're using it for whatever, but it actually destroys. It does not create. And in fact, as soon as you throw a judgment on something, the creation of that thing begins to stop or diminish. Mm -hmm. right? So it's like you create a class and three people show up and you thought 30 should have showed up and you judge that. You actually diminish the contribution that that class could be and that you could receive from that class. I can't tell you how many times one or two people showed up in class back in the early days of building my community where that one or two people um, like brought tons of clients. They actually like, were such a contribution to the class. They were such they they became like such loyal fans because they got that one-on-one time and attention. Right? It's like over and over and over again, like there's like what's right about this? How can I use this to my advantage? As much as possible going into the question around creation rather than to judge.
2: Mhm. Absolutely. So, since judgment and judging is such a bad habit, um can we do some clearing work around that? Uh, about? Sure, babes.
1: Why wouldn't we? You know me. I always have clearings at the ready.
2: Well, I think you should bring them out, darling. Well, you're I holding should... back. You're holding back. Babes.
1: No. No, no, no. <laughs> and actually, after funnily enough, after having said that, I actually can't find my page of clearings, so I'm going to make some shit up right now. So um, I think I left it upstairs in the room that you're in. I'll grab them at the break. But so what stupidity are you using to create from judgment? Have you been choosing everything that is times a gazillion? Can you uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds.
2: Do you want me to give one that's yours?
1: Yes, because you have them over there. Mm-hmm.
2: Everywhere. That I've allowed judgment, except I can't read your writing, hon. (laughs) That's the only problem. Everywhere I've allowed judgment to impel my being and make that more valuable and real than my greatness. So that it keeps me locked in the box of mediocrity. Mm -hmm. I uncreate and destroy that. Yeah, baby. Yes? Right and wrong, good yes. and bad, pock, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Everywhere I've allowed judgment to impel my being and I've made that more valuable and real than my greatness. And, if, and that's kept me locked in the box of mediocrity. I uncreate and destroy that. Woo! Yes. Right and wrong, <laughs> good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, boys, shorts and beyonds. I really like that one because it really is like judgment... Keeps us small. Judgment keeps us hiding, especially judgment of ourselves. It keeps us in a place of mediocrity. It, it totally has us, um, hiding out. Like if, if, you know, there's been lots of times on the radio show, because on the radio show, I mean, this is pretty vulnerable to kind of put yourself out there on a weekly basis with all kinds of different topics and to share so kind of authentically and vulnerably. And people listening in and people even just cruising down their Facebook page have judgments about that. And, you know, if I were so worried about that judgment or if I was judging myself so harshly, I would not be able to show up this way. You know, I would not be able to be this vulnerable if I was so connected into and so worried about the judgment. And so it really does keep us small and keep us hiding out, and it keeps us from being the contribution that we truly be in the, in the world. So we're going to do more clearings when we come back from break. You're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird, and we'll be back in a minute.
0: Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career. Where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stauffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613 800 8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to Suzanne P. Stauffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program.
1: Oh, Welcome back to Love Life and All Things Weird with your hosts, Megan and Suzanne, on A to Zen FM. You're listening live.
2: You get that. You're you You have that little raspiness in your voice. It's pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> see how
1: see how my body's um. Whatever contributing right it is, right now, it is mm-hmm. contributing. Mm-hmm. It is being seen and heard on the radio all over the place. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that um that I wanted to talk about was, um, and I know that we will still do some judgment clearings here, but like um, today when I went to Smith's for some Tylenol and I was just like, I was like, rah, rah, rah. It's like, why do I always get sick right after something really good happens? Rah, 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 right? So I was going into like my judgment stuff. And then I realized what I was doing and I'm like, huh, like what? what do I even know about what's happening with my body right now? I've just made all of this conclusion up, right? And so I came home and I just started asking my body some questions. And one of the things that came up for me is that it is reflecting points of view that I have. It's responding to my points of view. And I think in part because you've been sick for a week that I, you know, it's that, oh, well, you know, if you're around people who are sick, you're going to get sick. And so one of the things that I started to do is I started to uncreate and destroy all the points of view that I have to get sick if someone else is sick, that um, once you get sick, it has to look like this, it has to be like this. Like, I, And I realized that it's like, oh, th- this is like my points of view. It's not my body like fighting against me per se, right? Mm-hmm. So here, here's something you can – anytime – one of the things that you can do, and I actually got this idea from um a show I was listening to from Glenice Hughes um a couple of days ago. And what she said is like, she asked her body, like, body, would you like to have this experience? Whatever it is, right? Whether it's the sore throat or sick or whatever, it's like, okay, body, do you want this? And sometimes the body will say, yeah, this is like, we're cleansing here or, you know, this is, I'm doing something here, right? But If the body doesn't want to have that experience, what has happened is you've imposed your points of view on it. So take something, anything that's happening in your body that you've been judging, whether it be weight or, you know, like a sore knee or whatever it is, and say, what point of view have I been posing on this or on my body that's creating this? What point of view have I been imposing on my body that's creating this? And everything that brings up and lets down, can we uncreate and destroy it, please? hmm Right, wrong, yes. good, bad talk, all nine boys, shorts and beyonds. And I think now, that's
2: go ahead. I was just gonna say, I think that's so brilliant. Um, because our bodies are they want to accommodate us. They really are accommodators. And they really are an, an allowance of our choices a lot. And so um, I think this is really brilliant because our bodies are really good at adjusting and um, molding and moving in the way that we want them to. And so that is based on our points of view. And I think like with the whole knee, I think it's interesting that you brought that up, right? Because um, sore knees is one of those things in our culture where it's like you are a certain age, And the aging process, part of the aging process is that your joints start to hurt, like your knees start to ache. And so we have an actual cultural collective consciousness that says, you know, at a certain age, your knees start to creak or your knees start to hurt. And that is basically our points of view that we're imposing on that body part. And then our bodies are like, okay, that's your point of view. All right. We can create that if you want, if you choose. So, how much of are we doing that that we're that we're actually taking on other people's or our culture's points of view about it, and then imposing it on our body, and then creating it based on that, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, everything that that's bringing up and letting down for everybody, can we uncreate and destroy all that? Yes, please. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what point of view have you been imposing on your body that's creating the disease, illness or disease that you've been choosing? Everything that is, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, online shorts, boys and beyonds. And, you know, what point of views have you been imposing on your business? Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about the business piece?
1: Yes I do. It is so, it's so funny because like for some reason um, in phase one of building like my coaching practice and everything, I was so just curious. I really didn't judge it. It's like because I was in beginner's mind. I was in like, huh, what will happen if I do this? I was very experimental. What will happen if I do this? Oh, that didn't work so good, right? And like for the most part, I just really were just kept following the energy and I didn't care too much about the results because I'd never done it before. So I kind of gave myself a pass, right? Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because like I'm in a process right now of recreating my business totally and going global and, you know, um, doing a radio show instead of a weekly live class and like just different things like that. But it's like I cannot believe how judgmental I've got because it's like, well, I've been a coach for 21 years. This should be happening like this. I should have this many followers by this time. And I'm like, oh, my God, who's that? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and she's a bit on crack, I have to say. And it's like, wow, like, I I lost my beginner's mind somewhere along the way. Because, I mean, the success that I created, what people would be, like, stunned. And I'd be like, what? Because I was just having fun. I was just following the energy and I was just giving myself a pass. And I wonder like, if you could just really just give yourself a pass right now, right? And and with your body and with your business and go, yeah, I probably don't know shit. And it's true. Like we're infinite beings and we're in an infinite universe. The, what we know we know is like a hundredth of a percent of the pie, right? It's like, um, so like... What we all are beginners. I don't care how long you've been in consciousness, we're all beginners. And what if you could come back to beginner's mind and go, Huh, hmm, gosh, I noticed that I put this show on and we got 10 people. Cool. What else is possible? What's right about this? Right? How can I use this to my advantage? And, um, you know, back in the day when I would have a small group, I would know it was time for to, to go deep, to be intimate to go in, right? And it's just like, it's time for that. And I and I really trusted the process. I even trusted when I didn't have a lot of clientele because I started to learn that that was the universe giving me a rest because something big was happening. Something mm-hmm. was coming that was going to take a lot of energy and a lot of time. And mm-hmm. when you stop to pull out your beat stick and flagellate yourself, right, you actually take yourself out of the game and it actually takes
2: you much longer to create what you're trying to create. Mhm. Yeah, and I love I love the part in our copy for the show today where we said, what if we could create our businesses with the delight of a child building a fort. Mhm. Right? I mean, like I've watched my kids for years building forts. Um and like using cushions and blankets and pillows And all kinds of stuff, right? Like in the family room, they would just destroy the family room, making forts. And like half the time, you know, they would all fall, like everything would fall in like at some point, you know? And it was just part of the fun, that failing part. They didn't see it as failing. They just saw it as like, oh, well, that didn't work. And so then they'd go and move it to another location, You know, oftentimes they'd bring me into the mix. Hey, mom, you got to help me move this heavy furniture. The floor's not working, right? So it's like, how can we do that in our bodies? Or, I mean, and, and in our business, you know, like, um, I think it would be interesting to kind of take a look at, um, that child curiosity, that childlike, um, viewpoint of, you know, what's possible here. And could I just have fun and could I just see what could happen and, you know, and not judge it throughout the whole process and not have expectations about the whole process?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And it's like that
1: because um, little kids know they're always creating. They're not actually looking for a conclusion. They're not looking or for result, an ending. a result,
2: really. Mm-hmm.
1: They're not looking for an ending point. Mm-hmm. Right? They don't even really have an awareness too much of time.
3: Mm-hmm. They're
1: just creating for the sake of creating, and what if we could do that too? What if mm-hmm. we could create our bodies for the sake of creating our bodies? Like, hey, buddy, would you like to try this new class? Hey, Instead of, ew, I'm fat. I better go work out.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> How I know. much it's
1: more a- would that create?
2: A- yeah. It's a whole different world that's really based in so much lightness you know and that's kind of going back to judgment is a foundation of rubble what would it be like if your foundation was of joy and curiosity with a childlike mind can you feel how much lighter and how much more expansive that is in your world i mean that's what that's that's the conversation i'm in That's the process that, you know, I'm really, really curious about. So we have like 10 seconds. So we want to remind you to come into Weird On Air and get your weird anniversary gift for the 50 shows from this last year. And we will be back for more fun next week. Um, We're in Santa Barbara, so we're going to pre-record it. So see you next week.
0: Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Megan and Suzanne will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A Z.fm. Be sure to tune in for more tips on how to live in the land of Anne and claim your marvelous, magical life.